Welcome to Couple of Idgits. This is daily episode by episode podcast where we cover supernatural. I'm your host Dan, and with me, as always, is his wife Penny. Hi, Penny. How you doing today? Tired. I stayed up way too late last night. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we actually stayed up late uh, for this show. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, trying to bank a couple of episodes ahead, so gives us a little bit more flexibility during the week. Okay, so this is episode five, season one, episode five, Bloody Mary. And it opens up with yet another recap, pretty much the same as the last one. The only thing, though, is they really highlighted in this brief recap, and of course this is about their dad and the hunting and blah, blah, blah. The one thing that they really kind of hit hard to make sure that you understood during that recap is that dad left behind the journal, and that was his most important possession. Yes, because he wrote down everything he had ever learned um, about the creatures that they hunt and how to kill them or anything like that. So do you think Dad ran to Kinko's and made a copy of that for himself? Because that seems odd to leave behind. No, I do not think so. (laughs) He just memorized it, maybe? Well, he wrote it. He probably does have it memorized, but I don't know. Maybe wherever he he is, he doesn't need it or something like that. All right, so then the episode opens up 22 years later with uh, three kids. They're playing truth and dare, truth or dare. And then it uh, comes around to a dare, and the dare was to make one of the girls go do the whole Bloody Mary game in the bathroom window. And, of course, if you don't know what Bloody Mary is, you stand in your bathroom. Usually it's lights off, it's dark, supposed to be scary, and you say the words Bloody Mary three times into a mirror, and then... Well, <laughs> I guess we can just go through all the different lores right now. When I heard it, it was Mary Queen of Scots that then supposedly would come out of the mirror and pull you into it. That was always the version I grew up with. Did you ever play this as a kid? or No, we didn't. Um, but the version I know is that it's not Mary Queen of Scots, but Mary Tudor, uh, Mary one of England. Yeah. Uh, you her- never played this as a kid. Did you know about it as a kid? Yeah. And we're you were just scared to do it or what? No, we're just, no, we're just, we're, you know occult type things we weren't into wow you and your friends just never talked each other into it no we had better things to do with our time oh sorry no, uh, um dog knocking over a microphone okay okay settle sorry. down Come here, nala. <laughs> nala queen of destruction here um yeah i mean i went to summer camps a lot as a kid so that's where it always broke out at summer camp uh at least a couple of times. And there's a lot of extra gags you can do on top. If you got a group of people, then you stage it to get a couple of suckers to do it. And then you pull off, you pull stuff to really scare them. Like everyone quick, while the while a couple of people are in the bathroom doing it, you just quickly file everyone else out in, of the, you know, the cabin or whatever and hide. Or the pounding on the door, which they did in this episode. I mean, there's a lot of. It's, you know, it's a nice little fun ghost story scare kids thing. Yeah, and some of the other uh, legends, it was either a witch or just a woman named Mary who happened to be tragically murdered in front of a mirror. So there's several different origins, as they say, to this legend. So since you didn't play Bloody Mary, you also probably didn't play We Are Witches either, did you? No. 
Um, we Are Witches is kind of a group activity where you find a larger mirror. Everyone stands with their eyes closed and you chant, We Are Witches, We Are Witches, We Are Witches. And then you just like, after five times or something, everyone opens up their eyes. And then like for a brief second, because it's dark and your eyes are playing tricks on you, for a brief second, it looks like everyone in the mirror has got a witch's hat on. And it's really scary. Wow. You used to entertain yourself easily as a child. Yeah, then light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah, we were, we were good little broodlings. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Shoemaker, um, here's the kids screaming. It, Mr. Shoemaker comes out, complains about the noise. He goes walking back to his uh, bedroom, I guess, and there's a creepy lady in the mirrors. So, I mean, I think everyone pretty much heard of Bloody Mary at some point. So they realize, oh, yeah, that's that mirror lady. Um, the, so I initially had in my notes, the mom came home, but I guess it was an older sister came home. Yes. It was her like 16 year old sister. Okay. And then, uh, finds that the bathroom floor is covered in blood and starts screaming. We don't see a body or anything. We just see like a gooey, bloody floor. Yeah. We see blood everywhere, but no body. (laughs) I kind of laughed to myself, like maybe it wasn't dead and he just like spilt some oil or something. And she's the one that cleans the bathrooms, you know, Ah, (laughs) I just mopped all this today. (laughs) Yeah. Since we didn't see a body, but no, it seems that there is a dead person. Um, yeah, screams and first commercial. We're off to learn about Tide Pods or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We're watching it on Netflix, so there's no commercial. But when this originally aired, that's where the commercial break would happen. Okay, so we come back from commercial. Sam has yet another nightmare. Yes, he has all these horrible nightmares about his girlfriend, Jess, and how she died. Yeah, but Dean is... Uh, they don't really go into his mental state or nothing. I think Dean is kind of over him, always screaming, <laughs> waking himself up. Yeah, well, Dean says, you know, we really have to talk about this because he is getting either getting frustrated or just more and more concerned about Sam's mental health. But you're right, they don't really discuss oh, mental health. Oh, could you health. imagine driving down the road and then, you know, your buddy that you're with every time just, oh! <laughs> they wake themselves up? <laughs> yeah, every time they fall asleep. About after the second time that happened, be riding on the roof of the car. <laughs> Tie Sam to the roof, just like a piece <laughs> of luggage. Dean uh, finds a case, though, sees this Stephen Shoemaker death and something about it's unusual. Did they mention how, what, how he sniffed this out as a case? I tried to quick look at the obituary that was in the newspaper, and I didn't see anything unusual. I just think that. Um, detail like you know the guy's eyes were liquefied. They don't have that, but they had his you eyes missing. You rarely find that in obituaries. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, somehow it was a case. I even though I don't know why they thought it was a case because yeah, they don't have that in obituaries. Let's talk about the guy. Unless there was another article. Was there another article that they read? I can't no, remember. They just flipped through the obituaries and had this one circled and a couple others crossed out. I think. Yeah, maybe the other ones just weren't weird enough. (laughs) I don't know. All right, so the boys then pose as med students, and they go in to see the body. Yeah. And we see Dean's charmed falls apart. He cannot swoon a fellow male. No, he cannot talk his way into it, so that's why uh, Sam gets the money out, gives it to the guy, show him the body. Christine has a fit. Hey, I earned that money, and 
Sam's like, you want to play in poker, dude? He didn't earn it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sam pays cash. <clears throat> oh, bit of a frog in my throat. Uh, so they get let in. They uh, just bribe the dude, and they find that his eyeballs have been turned to liquid, and in fact, his entire skull has been filled with blood. Were there no brains left in the skull, or just everything was liquefied? I think everything was liquefied and very bloody. Because, uh, yeah, the guy said, I've never seen this much blood before in someone's skull. So that's what I'm assuming. Is his brain turned to mush. Yeah, so the boys then want to see the police report. They're not supposed to do that. So then, again, Sam pays more money. Then they head out to talk to the daughter. Yeah, they go to talk to, well, it's actually um, the wake of the father and you know, other people there. And he does go talk to the older girl, Donna. She's the one that found the body. And they're asking kind of interesting questions that they thought were pertinent. Um, but, of course, Donna and her friends thought they were weird. Uh, let's see. Well, they're coming to ask this g- the family, like, personal questions at the wake. Right. It's pretty disrespectful. Well, yeah, because uh, they asked if he had any health problems, you know, if he had any symptoms before. Because the official story was he had a stroke. And that's when the, the daughter, Lily, says it was her fault. And they asked, well, why do you think it's your fault? And she told him about playing Bloody Mary, and then this happened. Yeah, so she admits to the, well, then little Lily comes up and admits to, says Bloody Mary. She says it's my fault. Right, right. So they go up to investigate the bathroom, you know, as you'll do. You'll just (laughs) wander into some other family's wake and then start snooping around the house. Don't you always? (laughs) Looking to rip off their medications. If it's good, yeah. (laughs) Uh, They invented, another weird thing. I don't know if you caught this. The bathroom floor still had blood stains on it. Well, yeah, they did have a few bloodstains, but I'm sure that, you know, he scrubbed it as much as he can, but I don't know. Yeah. I've never had to clean up. You'd have thrown down a rug at least. I don't know. Eh. I've never had to clean up large pools of blood, so I don't know. Um, But what happened, though, really doesn't fit the legend because it should have been the little girl, Lily, that was attacked by Bloody Mary, but instead it was these girls' dad. Yeah, that doesn't follow the usual legend. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, someone comes and busts them in the bathroom. Who was that? I, I, there's three like teenage girls in this, and I kept getting them all confused. It was Charlie. Okay, so Charlie comes in and busts them in the bathroom and wants answers, and because uh, she she knows it's spooky and it wasn't a stroke, and wants to find out who the hell these people are and what they're up to. Yeah, what are those two jokers doing? Why are they asking such weird questions? Of course, Sam, always looking for uh, another girlfriend, gives her phone <laughs> number. <laughs> no, they say that they find them, you know, the death suspicious and kind of strange um, and says if, you know, you see or hear anything or think of anything, here's our number and you can give us a call. Yeah, so they split. And they do discuss, though, how this legend has so many versions. You looked this up online. Is there just a lot of versions? Yeah, the one I pointed to was the original Bloody Mary was Mary Tudor, but I don't really know if that's true. I mean, that is what she was called when she was alive, but I don't know if it's the same, you know, urban legend Bloody Mary that kids play now. Yeah, I think it's just whoever you learned it from. Whatever whatever teenager taught you as a 10-year-old. Right, right. Uh, okay, so then we uh, we meet up with Jill. 
was talking to a friend about the cute boys. Yeah, saying, you know, I think they were kind of cute. And she was on the phone with Charlie. That's who she was on the phone with. Charlie yep. was driving and Jill was at her house. And then Jill does Bloody Mary just to creep out Charlie. You know, she <laughs> these people all haven't been traumatized enough. Let's joke and laugh about it. <laughs> right, yeah. So she says it three times and then screams. Of course, it's just a joke. But for Charlie, though, no, who who is driving the car? Charlie. Yeah, for Charlie, though, she then sees. No, she's driving the car. She doesn't think it's funny. Then you show back a Jill, and she's standing in front of the mirror, and all of a sudden, her reflection doesn't match what she's doing, and blood starts coming out of her eyes. Yeah, yeah, she's attacked through the reflection. And uh, well, then the reflection also says to her. Then this is another clue about kind of tying this all together. You did it. You killed that boy. Right. So. Right. So we get kind of a glimpse as to okay why why this might be targeting the people not doing it. Although Jill is the one that did it. She's the one that stood in front of the mirror and said Bloody Mary, and then she. Yeah. But yeah. why why Lily the little girl wasn't attacked? Yeah. Well, Lily probably didn't kill someone or have someone die in there or a secret in their past right that we're going to soon find out sammy i think it's commercial break at that point we come back sammy wakes up from yet another nightmare yeah and they discuss some possible sources for the evil that they're trying to track down sam gets a call from donna i think it was charlie charlie okay and uh tells Tells them that their friend Jill did the Bloody Mary thing. And now she's dead with no eyeballs. Yep. So the boys get snuck into a window then to go and investigate. Why are they sneaking in some back window like high school kids drinking dad's beer? Well, because they were at Jill's house and Charlie said she just wanted to go upstairs. Well, you think Jill's mom would let her in with these two guys and say, oh, we need to go to Jill's bedroom? No. So that's why they did it. All right. Well, they're up there and there was a joke in there. Do I look like Paris Hilton while they were filming? What was that about? Um, I can't remember what year it came out, but that movie House of Wax that had Paris Hilton in it. Yeah. Jared Padalecki was in that movie, too. And Jared Padalecki plays Sam. Oh, very funny. Uh-huh. Okay. That's not the first time they uh, sneak that humor in there. Okay. Um, The boys then ask for a blacklight. Of course, a blacklight in a dark bedroom. I'm always thinking those investigations when they go into hotel rooms and right. show you how disgusting. <laughs> so I just expected just white stains <laughs> everywhere. Right. Uh, but no, they uh, rip the backing off of the mirror. You know, this is a high-end mirror. It's still got the brown paper backing on it in a nice frame. Mm-hmm. And with the black light, though, they see the uh, some handprints and the name Gary Br- Bryman. Yes, they do. Um, and so they ask her, ask Charlie if she knows who this Gary Bryman is. And because she said, yeah, he was... Um, no, they don't ask her right then, because it's later that they check out who Gary Bryman is, and then they ask her, and they said the only thing that they couldn't find the driver, he was hit, killed by a hit-and-run driver, couldn't find the driver of the vehicle because no one got the license plate, 
but the vehicle described was some black Toyota Camry or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, that's the car Jill drove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they get the backstory there, and they know that Jill hit and run someone. This Gary guy. So then they go and uh, they check the shoemaker mirror and see Linda Shoemaker's name on the back of it. And Linda died of an overdose. Right. And so now they're thinking that maybe she didn't die of an, ac- an accidental overdose. Maybe the father, who was the first victim, is the one that did something to her. Yeah, but clearly all of these victims, they have some sort of secret yeah. in their past. Someone died horribly in their past and they keep it in the secret not telling anyone yeah now this next part's a bit fuzzy i hope you uh can clarify this for me they do they're back at our hotel room i think you're running computer searches through all the fbi and cia and homeland security databases and they figure out that mary worthington is the source of all of this evil because she was murdered and someone cut out her eyes how do they how do they figure out that it's this one Mary Worthington lady? I, I didn't get that. Well, um, I think because it was the only one that kind of fit what they were looking for that happened um like not that long ago. Kind of uh I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, yeah. How they pinpointed that either. Yeah, but then the uh the police officer shows them a picture. Of this Mary Worthington, and there is the letters T R E, and some dude named Trevor was a possible suspect. So the thought is maybe she was trying to say who the her murderer was, and this Trevor guy, he was a surgeon, and he could cut out eyeballs. Right, because her yeah, the original Mary's eyeballs were cut out, and they were done with precision. So they are assuming it was some type of surgeon that did it. Um, so naturally, it falls to him as a suspect. Um, they asked if he w- they asked the police officer if he was still alive, and he said no. But they never got into how or when or why he died, so we're not really sure about that. Yeah, so they want to ask where's Mary buried, and come to find out, Mary's been cremated. So yeah, that's not a good way to get where can't get rid. Oh my gosh, I have to learn how to speak again. One of the ways, as we all know, to get rid of a vengeful spirit is to salt and burn the bones. But since she was already cremated, now they have to figure out what she's attached herself to. And then have to destroy that. But they figure out, because the picture of her body, she was in front of this mirror, so they know she died in front of a mirror. And they talk about uh, legends of, you know, the mirror being this reflecting your soul and possibly that her spirit was sucked into this mirror. And then that's how she's manifesting herself is through this mirror. Yeah, I believe it's a commercial break at that point because then we come back, the girls are bickering in a bathroom and Donna, I think it was, then does Bloody Mary again. Right, because she thinks Charlie's crazy thinking that uh, Donna's dad and their friend Jill died because of that. You know, so she does it, she's like, see, nothing nothing happened and sure enough, nothing happened to Donna. Yeah, because then we see the creepy lady again now tracking Charlie in the reflection. Yep, she's after Charlie. So back to uh, following the boys in the car. Uh, the car is doing uh, warp speed again. No, the car does not do warp speed. <laughs> they, they do. They did uh, have the outside of this a lot better. They they didn't have it quite going as fast as before, but it's still pretty bad green screen behind them. 
Um, so I think they're tracking down then where Mary's Mirror is at, and they find out that it's at some secondhand store. Charlie calls Sam for help. Sam ends up talking Charlie down because she's really worried about it. They go visit her, talk her down. Dean goes around, covers up all the mirrors. And at this point, we have some ridiculous dramatic lighting. Why are they talking about spooky things in a room that's like looks like it's illuminated by a candle in the corner? Well, because they can't have any reflective surfaces. They you know, have to have all the mirrors and windows covered because... If there is a re- reflective surface, then Mary can manifest herself and go after Charlie. Yeah, so Charlie then reveals a story of her previous boyfriend. This boyfriend was just a dramatic asshole and said, you know, didn't want to break up and uh, told Charlie, hey, if you leave me, I'm going to end up killing myself. She leaves him, and he does. Yeah, and so even though Sam and Dina are like, it wasn't your fault. And they even discussed it in the car afterwards. And Sam's like, you know, spirits don't usually see shades of gray. If they, she thinks that for some reason Charlie had something to do with this guy's death, then she was going to be their next victim. Yeah, well, definitely Charlie feels bad about it anyways, <coughs> um, whether she's to blame or not. So, yeah, they uh, discuss how it's not her fault. They talk over how to summon and kill uh this evil spirit that's living in mirrors and Sam off Sam reveals that he would be able to summon uh, this demon or spirit and Dean is quite annoyed with Sam's guilt and uh, is like what are you talking about you had nothing to do with this and and it's not a secret because I know about it and Sam's like well I didn't really tell you everything and then he leaves it at that because if he tells Dean, it wouldn't be a secret anymore. And then Mary wouldn't come to get him. Yeah, Sam reveals that there's definitely a bigger secret. It's not just his self-guilt. There's something else. And uh, Sam does convince Dean to uh, use himself as bait to go get Bloody Mary. So they end up at that mirror shop. Well, it's an antique store that just happens to have a lot <laughs> yeah. of old antique mirrors. I wrote down in my notes, mirror shop, because, <laughs> well, first of all, this is an antique store that really doesn't have a lot of antiques in it. There was a lot of open floor space. And a lot of mirrors, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, what the half of what they were selling was mirrors. Um, I don't know if you've ever been into a real antique store, but basically it's... They full of crap. Be rooms just jam-packed full of 100 years of other people's junk. Think of Lane Kim's house on Gilmore Girls and how her mom, <laughs> they had to play Marco Polo to find each other. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Lane, but and yeah. Lane and Rory. Anyway, another story for another day. Um, Dean ends up finding the mirror. How? I don't know. It looks just like every other freaking mirror in the place. Because they had a photo of the original mirror with Mary's body in front of it, and so they matched it with the photo. The frame of the mirror. The frame of the mirror, yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to take a photo of a mirror. Well, yeah, but, you know, they match the frame. Just to take a picture of yourself. Or something spooky behind you. So Dean plays Bloody Mary and Sam commercial. Plays, Sam plays Bloody Mary, not Dean. Because yeah, it yeah. won't come after Dean. You're right, you're right. S- Sam does it, and it's commercial time. So, you know, if you've been... Uh, Affected by mesothelioma. <laughs> or if you need some car insurance, call the general. Uh, if you're balding, use this drug or that drug. <laughs> and we come back. 
And there's cops showing up at the uh, at the antique store. They didn't notice. There was a some alarm beep, and they showed it. You knew that the cops were going to show up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Dean goes out to deal with them while Sam waits for Mary to show up. Well, Sam breaks a bunch of mirrors at this point because now. Well, wait. Once Mary shows up, yeah, he does break. He a starts bu- smashing mirrors because she goes to all the mirrors except the one he wants her to, the one she's attached to. His eyes start bleeding, and uh, Bloody Mary starts talking to him. And reveals Sam's secret. Did she? Yes. What was it? The secret is Sam had dreams of Jess's death before it happened and never said anything and never warned her. Oh, okay. That was Sam's secret. Good, good. Uh, Dean can't talk his way out of the cop situation. He's outside. Yeah, he says he's the owner's son and apparently the owner is an Asian person. Yeah, it's like Mr. Yakazama or something. (laughs) So he tries to convince him that he was adopted. (laughs) Uh, He ends up punching the cops out. Two two punches, two cops, two knocked out cops laying on the ground. While inside, Sammy is getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he is. His eyes are bleeding and... Looks like it's curtains for him, but Dean's in there at the last minute. Saves the day by smashing the mirror. You think save the day, but you no, think no, it's no. over. Um, because then Bloody Mary crawls out of this mirror in real life format, all in three D and everything. Yeah, and so she starts attacking them both. Both of them start with the bloody eyes, and yeah, they're both they're both rolling on the ground like Superman in a block of kryptonite. I mean, they're just like being physically hurt by her presence. I got to tell you, one thing about this show, there doesn't seem to be a lot of rules. A lot of things are loosey-goosey. No. Um, there will be rules later, but okay. that's because another character shows up. I can't tell you who yet. Uh, so this is kind of a cool ending, though, actually. Dean holds up a mirror. So now, so now the mirror spirit is out in real-life form, but then he throws a mirror up in front of her, and then it ends up into some sort of like evil logic loop that blows her mind because now she's blaming herself for blaming herself for blaming herself for blaming herself. Well, blaming herself for all the murders that she committed. So she's doing to herself what she did to everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, and it ends up in some weird supernatural loop, and she ends up melting herself into ectoplasm. Which does happen if you're a ghost. And that's it. That's the end of that scene. Um. Next, we see a nice, polished, freshly washed car. Yeah. You the got boys it. are driving. Uh, they're driving Charlie home then, right? Right. Yeah, and uh, Sam advises Charlie to stop with the self-loathing. Stop beating yourself up over all of this. Dean says good advice, pointing it back at himself. Much like that mirror that the spirit was looking into. Right. Okay, and now at this point, at this point, I know you're getting annoyed with me calling this stuff out. At this point, the outside of the car, because they're, they're going really slow through town, the outside of the car is ridiculous. The scale is all wrong. Like, all of a sudden, 
the everything outside looks really big, so like their car is tiny, and then the next time everything outside is really small, so it looks like they went huge. There's like cuts of film. They're like driving through the '70s and '90s, and like it is just the worst hodgepodge of outside driving car video that they're running on those green screens. I have a feeling we're going to have to look at that again because I see it. You claim this happens every episode. I have yet to see it. You're not paying attention to the fine green screen detail. I guess I will have yeah, to start that doing that. Just, I was like, whoa, they're big. Whoa, they're small. Whoa, they're back in time. I mean, they're like driving past gas stations that don't exist anymore. Uh, no, Dan is not on drugs today. I don't know what he's talking about, though. Go and look at it. Episode <laughs> five towards the end. Right. And you'll agree with me. <laughs> Uh, then they do, Sam's just, I think he's got his window rolled down. They're just driving down the road and Sam then sees, uh, his girlfriend in a white dress standing on a street corner waiting for a bus or (laughs) picking up a trick or something like that (laughs) and, uh, drives by and then she vanishes behind a telephone pole that obscures his view. Mm -hmm. And then he just looks straight ahead and credits. Yep. Credits roll. So we started early by talking about Bloody Mary. Do you believe in this at all? Would you ever stand in front of a mirror and do that? Oh, yeah, because I... Uh, you I would? Yeah, I don't believe in it at all. I would mm. do it at night alone because I'd scare myself because any little noise I hear, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what is that, you know? So... There's a couple of things I don't screw around with. Maybe just be my own dumb superstition. Bloody Mary's one of them. Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, there's no reason to do it. Um, That's true. There's I'm no legitimately scared of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those things where I'm pretty serious about. And if I was at a house, even nowadays, and people were dicking around, and they're like, oh, I dare you to, I'd just be like, well, I got to go. Yeah. Before you're all murdered in your sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just one of the, there's a couple of things in life that I don't screw around with. Don't know if it's real or not. I mean, if you ever... Any of this stuff, if you ever scientifically quantified it, you would be instantly famous and rich studying it for scientific research. Right. So, I mean, everyone should, like, hope that their house is haunted. Okay. The nice Western ghosts that can't hurt you, not the Eastern ghosts that can hurt you. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it'd be fantastic if science could prove whether this stuff actually exists or not. Right. Um, one thing about, you know, the Bloody Mary and you saying you wouldn't play it, although, as I've said before, I don't believe in ghosts, but that could be, you could be right, that could be a way to possibly summon an evil spirit by playing that game. You believe in evil spirits. Yes, so I, I do. I believe that, you know, you might be giving too much faith and saying things too much out loud, and I don't know. I don't like walking past a mirror. Like, if you get a new haircut and you walk past a mirror, then you catch yourself and it's scares you just a little sec just you i mean as a female you've always had relatively long hair but whenever i've like cut mine like gone bald or something you walk past and you catch yourself like (gasps) (laughs) and yeah so i don't need to be i don't need to get just spooked because you know i catch my eye in a mirror one thing i i yeah mirrors um especially at night i try to avoid you know well you know and the entire side of your bedroom is a one giant mirror and plus it hides closet man behind it Mm, yeah there is that you feel like bloody mary in the mirror might be protecting you from closet man could be you never know (laughs) um 
Yeah, that's that's the one thing. Eh, there's no reason for it. And uh, that's, that's true. There's no reason to, to tempt fate. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I'll never be nervous about it if I never do it. That's true. You don't have to worry about it then. In the um, 90s, there was a movie called Candyman. And that was like the exact same premise, except it was like some, it was like a big beekeeper guy that came around. Huh. And the movie was like, it didn't make sense because he always had bees with him. And I don't think they, but they called him Candyman. I don't know if he brung, bring like honey. What's those honey candies? Bitto honeys? I don't yeah. know. Oh, what, I love those. <laughs> I don't know what the story is with that but it was the exact same thing you say Candyman three times in a mirror and then mr beekeeper comes and kills you <laughs> i don't know i think you just need to keep that little smoke puffer around <laughs> to keep him docile and confused <laughs> and you can walk away yeah that could work uh anything else out of this episode really no not really um just you know the mary legend um where it all started nobody like i said exactly <laughs> nobody knows. really knows yeah could be Mary Tudor, could be Mary Stewart, could be some witch named Mary, could be who knows. Now, there was a funny joke that came out of this, and it was because they broke so many mirrors. Yes. Dean says to Sam, well, that's like 600 years bad luck. Yep. <laughs> uh, that whole breaking a mirror bad luck thing. What do you think of that? Eh, I don't believe. You know what I think that is, honestly? I think that comes back way, I think that's from way back from when, like, glass and mirrors like high quality stuff was really expensive of course you would tell someone bad luck if you break that so they wouldn't fuck around with it and break it that could be that could be where that came from i don't i mean if if like this mirror is if it's 1500s and this nice mirror is your most valuable possession you're gonna tell people you'll be cursed if you fuck that up <laughs> yeah yeah. People should say that about like their cars when they lend them to their friend. Why isn't that a thing, you know? <laughs> Break my car, 20 years bad luck. <laughs> People try <laughs> rental car companies should do that. They should make right. that a whole thing cuz everyone beats on rental cars. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um I'm sh I I would bet all of this stuff has some sort of logical beginning and I would have to think that that's where the whole mere bad luck thing came from. Or it could come from um, what Sam and Dean were talking about, that a lot of people believe that a mirror reflects your s true self, your true soul, and maybe that by breaking that mirror, it shatters part of your soul. That could have something to do with it, too. I don't know. Mm, could be. I mean, there was a lot of bad science back in the day. So Yeah, there sure was. Yeah. All righty. Well, I guess that wraps it up for uh, episode five. What are we talking about? What's the next episode? Season one, episode six is called Skin. Skin? Yep. Well, that sounds disgusting. Yes. Did you know your skin is the largest organ in your body? Yes, I did. Or I guess it's on your body. On your body. Yeah, not technically in your body, but yeah, it is the largest human organ. Well, that sounds nice and gross. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, I can't either. All right. Wonderful. If that's it, I, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, just a reminder. We got a website, coupleofidgets.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, go to our website. You can also... The Facebook page. The Facebook, yep. Uh, Armchair Hunters. So if you want to join us there and discuss, that would be cool. And I think that about wraps it up. Yep, that's it for today. Thank you. And, uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.